Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our show. You can take your listening further and support our work by becoming a member. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, members-only bonus content, an invitation to join the DSR Network Slack community, a members-only newsletter, and members-only blog posts. For the month of February, take 10% off the regular membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code daily. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy code daily. Thank you. It's February 27th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to Kenya's The Nation, Nigeria has announced initial results after a tight election for the presidency of Africa's most populous nation, marked by widespread voting delays and early accusations of attempts to manipulate ballot counts. Nearly 90 million people were eligible to vote on Saturday for a successor to President Mohamedou Buhari. The election went ahead mostly peacefully, despite some ransacked polling stations and late starts at many others. Announcing first results state by state, the Independent National Electoral Commission on Sunday said APC's Tanubu easily won small southwestern Akiti state, with PDP coming second. To win the presidency, a candidate must get the most votes, but also win at least 25% of votes cast in two-thirds of Nigeria's 36 states to reflect widespread representation. Deutsche Welle is reporting that delegates from Israel and the Palestinian Authority have pledged to counter a surge in violence and de-escalate tensions. At a rare meeting, representatives said they would work for a just and lasting peace. In a joint statement, Israeli and Palestinian officials on Sunday agreed to act to prevent more violence after a surge in deadly incidents since the start of the year. Both administrations confirmed their joint readiness and commitment to immediately work to end unilateral measures for a period of three to six months. This includes an Israeli commitment to stop discussion of any new settlement units for four months and to stop authorization of any outposts for six months, a joint statement said. Despite the statement, Israel's far-right finance minister, Bezalel Smotrich, on Sunday, said he would not agree to any freeze on settlement activity in the occupied West Bank. The participants have agreed to meet in the Egyptian resort of Sharm el-Sheikh in March to talk further about achieving their goals. Billionaire technology dealmaker Bao Fan is cooperating with Chinese authorities conducting an investigation, his bank says. According to the BBC, China Renaissance Holdings reported 11 days ago that Mr. Bao had gone missing. Mr. Bao is the chief executive and founder of China Renaissance Holdings, 
and a leading deal broker in China whose clients include top technology companies Didi and Maituan. The announcement was the first time that China Renaissance Holding has given a reason for the disappearance of its founder. However, it did not provide any details about the investigation or Mr. Bao's whereabouts. Mr. Bao's disappearance comes against the backdrop of a crackdown on leading technology companies by Chinese authorities, as well as a series of cases of high-profile Chinese executives going missing as part of Chinese President Xi Jinping's anti-corruption campaign. Elsewhere, huge crowds gathered in Mexico on Sunday to condemn government moves to shrink the electoral authority as a threat to democracy in what appeared to be the largest protest so far against President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador's administration. Reuters reports that organizers said over 500,000 people turned out in Mexico City, with video footage on social media showing the central Zocalo Square filled with protesters who also spilled out into adjoining streets. One police officer nearby said he had heard the half a million figure, while others gave lower estimates. Mexico's Congress on Wednesday approved a major overhaul of the National Electoral Institute, an independent body which López Obrador has attacked as corrupt and inefficient. The 69-year-old president denies his changes will weaken Mexican democracy. Critics have vowed to take the legislation, which slashes the National Electoral Institute's budget and staff as well as paring back its responsibilities to the Supreme Court. According to a report from the AP, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un opened a major political conference dedicated to agriculture, state media reported earlier this morning, amid outside assessments that suggest the country is facing a serious shortfall of food. South Korean experts estimate that North Korea is short around 1 million tons of grain, 20% of its annual demand, after the pandemic disrupted both farming and imports from China. Recent unconfirmed reports have said an unknown number of North Koreans have died of hunger, but observers have seen no indication of mass deaths or famine in North Korea. The report said that the meeting of the party's central committee will identify immediate important tasks on agricultural issues and urgent tasks arising at the present stage of the national economic development. Al Jazeera is reporting that a Russian A-50 military surveillance aircraft has been damaged in a drone attack at an airfield near the Belarusian capital of Minsk, according to Belarus partisans and members of the exiled opposition. It is not possible to independently verify the reported operation, and authorities in Russia and Belarus have not made statements on the alleged attack. Belarus has not taken a direct role in Moscow's attack on Ukraine, but President Alexander Lukashenko did allow a Belarusian territory to be used as a staging post by Russian forces for their February 24, 2022 invasion. He said earlier this month that Belarus was ready to do so again. Kyiv has accused Russia of using Belarusian airstrips as a base to launch attacks on Ukraine and has voiced concerns for months that Belarus could join the war on Russia's side.
According to The Guardian, hundreds of people in Tunisia's capital took to the streets on Saturday to protest over the president's anti-migrant clampdown. Last week, amid wider moves against his critics, President Syed accused undocumented sub-Saharan migrants of being part of a plot to change the country's character. Since the president's comments, there have been reports across social media of mob violence, with accounts of crowds storming the houses of migrants and forcibly evicting the occupants. There have also been reports of private transportation companies refusing to sell tickets to those perceived to be undocumented, and many civil society organizations have been scrambling to find shelter for the displaced. In lighter news from the AP, Mexico's president posted a photo on his social media account Saturday showing what he said appeared to be a mythological woodland spirit similar to an elf. President Andres Manuel López Obrador did not seem to be joking when he posted the photo of an alux, a mischievous woodland spirit in Mayan folklore. López Obrador has long expressed reverence for indigenous cultures and beliefs. Engineers and workers are in the Yucatan Peninsula constructing a tourist train that is the president's pet project. According to traditional Mayan belief, Aluxes are small, mischievous creatures that inhabit forests and fields and are prone to playing tricks on people like hiding things. Some people leave small offerings to appease them. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Angela Stent of Georgetown University about the one-year anniversary of the full-scale invasion of Ukraine. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources. And tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.